At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mike Pritchard in, Michael Lombardi. We're lucky enough to have him to start the show. I'm Patrick Maher. Before I introduce the fellas, I just wanted to quickly, because you may be able to get offshore and bet this, to understand that bookmaking is run by humans. Here's a great example, and this is for Michael and Pritch as well. So the Patriots in Carolina tonight, of course, Carolina with the joint practices. Matt Rule has said he's going to rest his starters as far as Darnold. He's going to rest Baker Mayfield. It's going to be P.J. Walker. So immediately the books jump in the first half from two and a half to five and a half. I got a book at six and a half as far as the spread, the money line in the first half on the Patriots at this book offshore is minus two seventy five. but the race to 10 and 20 points is minus 140 and minus 120 respectively. What does that mean? They haven't adjusted the correlation, meaning the first to 10 with Mac Jones and the starters in for the Patriots should be above $2. It's sitting right now $1.20. The race to 15 should be above $2. It's sitting right now $1.40. So that's just, so again, money line minus 275, but the race to the points hasn't been adjusted. I, I hope that's not too convoluted as I say how to Michael Lombardi and Mike Pritchard, but you get the point, Michael. They adjusted no the number because the Patriots aren't are going to be playing their starters and rules said we're not playing anybody, but they haven't adjusted those first to 10 points, first to 15 points. And obviously, you expect those to be reached by the Patriots with the starters in there. Hi. You good morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, good morning, Patrick. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, look, I don't know how much Mac Jones. Typically Belichick has always, you know, in these scrimmages that he's had or the 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 practices against one another, his veterans typically don't play. Now, last year against Philadelphia, they did. And they came out. Remember, they rolled Philly in that game. Philly didn't play their guys. So maybe that's what's going to happen. But I would suspect that if Mac Jones and the offense plays, especially the way Parker has looked at receiver for the Patriots, they're going to put some points mm -hmm. on the board against the backups. No, great point. And yeah. Michael, it's great to see you. Mike, Mike Pritchard, welcome as well. Sorry, I Thank just you. wanted to get that out there in case people can get offshore and get their bets in. Um, Juan Pritch, thanks for joining us today. Michael Lombardi, I didn't know we were going to have you. This is, you came in the last minute. It's, it's, it's nice to see you. How's your, how's your time in Arizona going, my man? 
It's going well. You know, it's I'm enjoying it. Get to spend some time with some coaches and and spend some time in the recruiting element. So it's been fun. It's good. And and keeping up on the league. I mean, you know, look, I, I said this on Instagram this morning, Mike. I know this is one of your former teams, but do you think P- Pete Carroll's had a dose of reality after the uh, after the uh, the game last night with Geno Smith and couldn't move the balls against the Bears backups and on the second team. So I, I think fear does the work of reason. I'm worried about Seattle. They better change some things quickly. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, and great to be with you guys again today. Uh, I, you know, Rich. typically I gather intel during preseason, and there was a lot of intel in that game last night. Uh, you know, Geno Smith, for his career, you know, he's seldom a starter, really. And uh, you think about his path of, the, of, the, of his career. And uh, last night was just a golden opportunity for him to seize a moment. And I, I don't mean by an ability standpoint. I mean by a... Uh, what can you get out of your players' standpoint? Because there's a lot more to just quarterbacking than just throwing a deep ball or or throwing an accurate pass, right? Can you get excellent production, a high-level production from the players with you on the field? Like, Geno Smith cannot be a difference maker because I saw drop passes, I saw lack of focus, and I didn't see a sense of urgency from Geno Smith to kind of rectify that, to clarify that, to get that clear to the players out there. And, uh, you know, it's just different than when you see a Russell Wilson or an elite quarterback be able to do that with anybody. Uh, Geno can't do that with the backups. Now, he will be better if he's a starter with DK Metcalf and certainly Lockett on the field, but then that's the intel that I gathered. Like, he's not going to be a difference-making quarterback. In other words, those guys are going to help him with his performances. So as a better, I'm filing that away and certainly looking at matchups, looking at lines. Uh, I'm going to rely on that information that I gathered last night. Yeah, Pritch, Michael Smith was 10 of 18, 112. Michael, he did have some bad drops. There was at Mm -hmm. one point, though, Gino rolled out, and I think he tripped. It was a big loss. He tripped over his lineman, and it just looked (laughs) it looked combustible. It just did not look smooth, right? No, it didn't look smooth. But, you know, what else didn't look smooth. Uh, Can we have the Matt Eberflus conversation? I mean, you know, Uh Matt's not calling offense. He's not calling defense. You know, he doesn't go for it on fourth and inches. I mean, even I would have gone for it on fourth and inches, right? And and then he doesn't challenge the play right in front of him. Like, I think Matt looked like he was out of rhythm, too. Now, he's never been a head coach before. But if you're a Bear fan, that's got to concern you, his performance last night. I, I yeah. would agree, Pritch. Did you now again? It's a twenty-seven eleven win. Michael mm-hmm. always teaches us: don't worry about the final score. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch the game, it's just hilarious betting on these games as the Bears an outright winner as three and a half dogs. Thirty-nine. We we all all three of us said maybe a little overreaction with the totals. That total was thirty-nine, thirty-nine and a half. It stays under at thirty-eight. But Pritch, you want to react to what Michael said there about Eberflus? Yeah, you know Patrick Michael on both sides too. Uh, really, he had eighteen punts in this football game. I mean, good lord. Uh, 18 yeah. punts is I, I I misspoke yesterday because I said I had not seen sloppy football uh, until yeah. last night. Uh, last night was sloppy, and I think on both sides. And yeah, I, it's Chicago. They look improved, but uh, they looked improved against a bad uh, and uninvested, unengaged uh, Seattle Seahawks football team, right? And uh, I, I don't know what to take away from that, uh, other than what Michael was just talking about from a coaching standpoint, managing uh, the situations from the sideline. Yeah, he missed some opportunities right there. And uh, that, you cannot do that in a regular season. You cannot do that in a regular season, especially on the road. Uh, so if you are rehearsing, if you are gearing up and getting ready in the preseason, why are you not practicing that way now? Like, why, why are you all of a sudden going to flip the switch? Oh, yeah, I'm going to challenge that in a regular season. No, I, I think you got to get it right now. Uh, so to Michael's point, uh, Iberflus, uh, he needs to improve in that area. You know, and the other thing is, is, as a betting network, Patrick, right? I mean, you, you know, we're trying to find confidence in these coaches. Like, we're trying yeah. to see, because it is a coaching game. It's a player's game, coaching game. Do, do you have confidence that he's going to do the right things? Or, is you know, and to me, that didn't give me much confidence in terms of since he's managing the game, since he's not calling offense or defense. So that, that makes me a little concerned. And so when you put your power rankings together, uh, where are you going to put him in the power rankings when he's going against good coaches? I think that's something to consider. Well, you don't just measure coaches. You measure the coordinators with each handicap as well, Michael. That's one thing to point out. The, I, I did write down, and this would make uh, Lombardi and Belichick happy. I said Chicago was better, it seems, in all three phases, including special teams. Michael, special teams is something you're yep. going to try to wrinkle, and we'll get Pritch's take on this as well. The rookie, Velas Jones Jr., the 48-yard punt return, also a touchdown for Chicago off a muffed punt by Seattle. Positive for the Bears, negative for Seattle, Michael Lombardi. 
You know, I, the, the disappointing thing with Seattle, I, I, I gave them a pass last week flying all the way across the country to play Pittsburgh. You know, tough, a lot of players, hard to manage. I thought they would come out and play a little crisper this week. Now, it was a short week. I get that. But to me, there were way too many mistakes. And look, Pete Carroll's a good coach. He's he's won too many times in the league before. He's going to have to rally the forces, and he's going to have to figure out this quarterback thing more than anything. But he is his team can't have a margin for error. They're not good enough to overcome holding calls. They're not good enough to overcome false starts first and 15 he's gonna have to get down to the details pritch the yeah. emphasis in the preseason on special teams run with that well you got a lot of players that are looking for a job patrick a lot of times and you just don't know uh and, and this is just being real you just don't know how these guys are going to react when the lights are on uh when the spotlight is on when when there's fans in the stands and you're in the stadium and you got the game uniform on right it's different than practice and uh, i think we saw that yesterday a, a lot of guys melted uh under some pressure uh hopefully they'll improve in that area they'll be coached up on it but uh, it tells you uh, about the roster and the depth situation i think the seattle seahawks are going to have uh, all year long i mean pete carroll's going to have to get these guys up to speed not only physically but mentally uh, I, I saw Chicago be more physical at times. Uh, the fact that you had some veterans just not even interested in this game, too, is concerning. If you're looking at the Seattle Seahawks. And, uh, to me, I, Pete Carroll definitely saw that. I'm sure he did. And they're going to have to address that uh, before the season begins. I wrote listless under my Seattle notes. So, Michael, <laughs> that's to your point. Like, you can't. They're coming to you on a short week. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That is. But look, the greatest thing is it happened in August and it didn't happen in the middle of September. So, you know, this is, gives you a chance to, to coach it on tape. It gives you a chance to kind of have that come to Jesus moment. Like, okay, here's where we are. Does this mean we're back in on Jimmy G? Yesterday, I, I was told that the Browns aren't going to make a move on Jimmy G. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. So where does Jimmy G end up? Where does he go? You know, to me, Seattle is the only vacancy that I see clearly open. I mean, clearly open. We know Carolina's going to name a starter. The Browns are going to ride it out with Brissett. But Seattle doesn't have one. I don't care what they think about Drew Locke. There's enough tape to be worried about Drew Locke. To me, I, I think this has got Garoppolo written all over it. If you're, if you're the Seattle front office and you're John Schneider in this performance, you're going to need something to energize you. And like Pritch said, I mean, if, if you're counting on Metcalf and Lockett to make you better, something's wrong here. You put Garoppolo back there, they'll, he'll make them better too. Yeah. Fellas, the biggest <laughs> red flag, Pritch, was Charles Cross. And, Michael, the left tackle they drafted, yeah. they, they're going to want him to be the future. I got him for five penalties, four false starts, and one hold. Yikes for the rookie. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, those are you're correctable. The false starts are correctable. It's just a concentration thing. You know, and you've got to be able to handle your mental assignments and your your the what's what's the count on? You know, I got to block this guy, but I also know it's on one. So the more reps he gets, the better off he's going to be. Look, it's going to be a work in progress. It's going to be where all these young left tackles they just don't come into the league and all of a sudden you know look like the best tackle in football. It's going to be a challenge. They they have so many young players on this team. That's why that they could get some consistency out of the quarterback position. It might help. Yeah, and I don't want to defend Gino because I thought his performance was horrible. But he did. He was verbal at the line of scrimmage. Maybe he was getting into some things that some of these young players just weren't on the same page with. But Gabe Jackson, my goodness. I mean, he comes in the game. Obviously, he didn't think he was going to play. But because <laughs> of the injury, he has to get there on the field. And he gets embarrassed out there. I mean, that you cannot have a performance. You cannot put that on tape. I don't care if it is a preseason. When we come back, we're going to find out if Pritch was penalized as a rookie. We'll find out in the preseason because I know he's a perfectionist. Okay, Michael Lombardi's here with us for another segment. Shout out to our buddy Mike Samich for the correlative information before the show as well. We continue. No Baker and no Sam Darnold. What does that mean? Michael Lombardi will give the answer as we continue. It's the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we're less than a week away. The VSEN College Football Guide, of course, is out, but the NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, over, under, recommend. If this is going to be like the College Football Betting Guide, it's the best we've done in years. I mean, it's incredible. Best bets on season win totals. Now, remember, this year, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSEN all-access subscriber. So you can sign up for our discounted. Right now, it's 50% off for $175. When I tell you that, it's... It's through the Super Bowl for $175. You get everything we offer, including the two guides. It's a tremendous deal. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for more information. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard is here. Michael Lombardi is here. And I will say, I just received a text message. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice Friday as we've got games to discuss in the preseason week two coming up tonight. I did just receive a text message in Pritch. It's important to understand when working with Michael Lombardi, you're in the company company of a celebrity because somebody just told me he's on TMZ more than Jake Paul. Look at, look at my man. Were you on TMZ again today? <laughs> no, I, I did that yesterday, Patrick. I got, they called, they asked me to do a, a reaction to Deshaun. So, I mean, look, it's good. You know, why not? I mean, you know, I, it wasn't that I was on TMZ for doing something wrong. I was on TMZ for commenting. So that, let's get that straight there, Patrick. Let's make sure. Let's 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 take the difference yeah. here. You know, I was, I was about to say if I'm on TMZ, there's something going wrong. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, it's like yeah, right. it's right. like it's like if Mike Wallace used to knock at your door, you know, at 60 Minutes, you knew you were in trouble. Like, no, 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 that's not it. Pritch, I just want to follow quickly, then we'll get to the quarterback battle there in Carolina. And before we let Michael go, a couple thoughts on Baker Mayfield. Um, Excuse me, on uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. Pritch, for you in the preseason as a player, we talked about the rookie with the penalties. Was that something that you noticed coaches were completely obsessed with coming into the league as far as the preseason, cleaning up those penalties? Yeah, absolutely, Patrick. I mean, as a young player, you cannot do that. You, you cannot hurt your team in any way, even as a vet. I mean, penalties can set you back like the Cowboys, right? Um, a distinct yeah. memory that I have is something that was ingrained in me uh, with, with Jerry Glanville. We were playing the 49ers, Michael. This was uh, in 91, uh, and it was a Hail Mary situation. Uh, Billy Joe Tolliver throws it up to Michael Haynes. I actually had a false start penalty. They didn't call it. So we used to watch film as a team uh, to kind of see who's selling out and kind of get the feeling and the vibe in the room. And Jerry Glanville stopped the tape. (laughs) Well, it wasn't the tape. It was actually the film back then. He stopped the film. uh, And he stood up, turned the lights on. He's like, Mike Pritchard, if they would have called that penalty on you, I would have cut you today. (laughs) 
in front of everybody, and he was dead serious. Now, I don't know if that would have happened or not as a first-rounder. Who knows? But I took it to heart, and I don't believe I had another false start penalty the rest of my career because, I mean, you, you have to send that message across that way sometimes, and uh, you had to get the message received by those young players in whatever way possible. And uh, I definitely received that message, and, and I think it's incumbent for whether it's the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy or, or, or you think about yeah. uh, Pete Carroll with, with Seattle Seahawks, any team or any situation, you have to get that message across loud and clear to those young players out there. Yeah, and I think especially, you know, when you're tired, right, and you're mm -hmm. exhausted and you're trying to concentrate and you're fighting through it. Charles Cross, you know, false starts, four false starts. That's that's all controllable, but that's really a lack of concentration. And he's tired and he's exhausted and he's trying to fight through whatever maybe injury he has. You know, it's correctable. That's the good thing. You know, one thing I, I said this on Instagram yesterday, you know, making mistakes in practice is tolerable. When you, when you repeat the mistakes, that's intolerable. You know, it's not rehearsal, but we can't keep making making the same mistakes. We got to make progress. You know, we can't become a national anthem player, which that what I mean by that is every day is a new day. You're going to make the same mistakes over again. Like we're not doing that. No. And so cross has got to be able to focus and concentrate or else he's not going to be able to play. Okay. Great anecdote by Pritch, and that lets you know we, we're also handicapping coaches, as Michael Lombardi said, and McCarthy needs a little Glanville in him, right? I mean, come it on. That's, you got to clean up the penalties. The Cowboys were the most penalized team last year. Now, before, as we transition, again, no Baker Mayfield, no Sam Darnold tonight in New England for the Panthers. Uh, the Joint practices has been heated. They have been complete like, fights. Somebody got cut. Michael Lombardi, Mike Pritchard, here is Baker talking about the competition. Obviously, we had a little uh, skirmish right before that. Just, I mean, pads, pads are popping in these joint practices. It's stuff like that happens. So it's it's all about just focusing on playing in between the whistles. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those you gotta gotta protect your your guys, but also at the same time, let's let's be smart. Like this, we're we're all out of here doing our job. Let's not hurt each other. So it's just one of those things we gotta you know try and avoid. Michael, what are you hearing about the fights there uh, with the Panthers and Patriots? Well, they were annoying, there's no doubt. But I think the Patriots felt like they had good work. I think Carolina thought they got some good work. They were able to to kind of ramp it up and see their defensive front against the uh, Patriot offensive line. So at the end of the day, there was some good, some bad. You like you don't want to see the fights, obviously. I think that's really the thing you want to do away with, especially in these in these joint workouts. But they got they feel like they got something accomplished. The Patriots fly out here to Vegas next week, so they'll get uh, continued on with the with the Raiders. So they're going to have ten days of really good work to see where they are. Same thing with the Panthers. Now they'll find out what they want to do at quarterback and build their offense going forward. Pritch, the fights, mm -hmm. talk to us about them <laughs> because we see them incessantly. Coaches hate it because yeah. Michael's pointed out we're on a time schedule here. The fights break up the timing. Uh, talk to us about from a player's perspective with these fights at camp. Yeah, I mean, I think you heard it from Baker. Like, you want to get your work done, right? I mean, you have a job to do and you want to get it done. You want to get off the field. Everybody's tired and frustrated. Uh, it's a physical game. We all know that. The only, the only difference, I mean, even with joint practices, right, um, there's no consequences, and you know that as a player. Like, you get into a game, there's a consequence with a flag. There's a consequence because you're going to get a letter. You're going to get fined. Uh, but in training camp, there, there's no consequence. And you kind of know that. Uh, and so you're not disciplined in that nature. Right. And so uh, I think your emotions can can overwhelm you at time and take over. And, and certainly you react to that. But, you know, you never want to see it. Uh, hopefully they get broken up quickly. Uh, there's a lot of 300-pounders out there that can break them up. So yeah. hopefully nobody gets hurt, right, and they get broken up quickly. But it's disruptive, though, and uh, you just want to be sure that you get your work done, though. Michael, before you go, yeah. so here's yeah. the quote. We plan on playing most of our twos and threes in the game. That's Matt Rule. You've talked yeah. about the importance of joint practices over the preseason games. That must mean he knows it's Baker to start, No. I would think he's got a really good conclusion and obviously he's going to go through the tape and make an announcement because I don't know if they're going to play their guys in week three, you know, week three has kind of been different. You know, some teams play their guys. Some teams don't that two weeks off between the last preseason game and the opening game, you know, is a concern. So maybe he will play Baker a lot more next week in the final preseason game. Once he knows what his starter is, but yeah, I think he has an idea what he wants to do. I think they're getting ready for Cleveland. I think onward with Cleveland, let PJ uh, Walker go through this and see they're they're not going to play McCaffrey by no means. I think the offensive line will play some a little bit, especially with, with their starting left tackle being a young player. Okay. It's interesting you said that, and Pritch, maybe you can react to this. Lovey Smith has used 
week three in the preseason, he's ramping up towards that. He's going to play starters. Uh, you heard Aaron Rodgers is only going to play in week three, and then there are other teams that are kind of de-escalating as they get to week three. What approach would you prefer as a player, Pritch? Well, as a player, and what I'm accustomed to, is typically that fourth uh, preseason game you're not playing. Uh, and so you're getting ready to get that time off uh, uh, to get ready for the regular season. So week three was uh, a coin of phrase, our dress rehearsal. You know, we would go into the locker room at halftime and come out and start uh, a drive uh, in the third quarter. Uh, but this year now with, you know, certainly three preseason games and a big cut too coming after uh, that third preseason game, uh, when you get down to 53, I, I wonder how teams are going to utilize that. Are, are they going to use their starters to try to, gear them up for the regular season, even though you have that extra week? Or are they going to still look at some younger players? And I think each and every roster is going to be different that way. Uh, so as a better, that's, that's what I'm, I'm going to count on, that you know, coaches with younger rosters, maybe they're going to give uh, that third game uh, extra opportunities for those players to make a, make a name for themselves or make the team even. Yeah, I, I think that, that, that's, so, that's so important, Pritch. I think the, 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 plaque, the development of the young players is going to dissipate once the regular season starts because there's not enough time to practice. Mm -hmm. you got to use that last game because you want to evaluate these guys. Can we count on this player later in the year to help us? And I think it's going to be critical. That's why I would play as many young guys as I possibly could. Michael, DraftKings went, they go 16-1 to 1 to 20-1 to 1 in the AFC for the Cleveland Browns, and the win total dropped from 9.5 down to 8.5, juice on the under. you got about a minute here. Final thoughts on Deshaun Watson as we've had about 24 hours since the decision. You know, I, I think it's it, to anybody who thinks he's going to walk back in this league and take it over in week 13 is comical. I think it's to me, it's exactly the suspense. They would have been better off suspending him for the year. At least they would have known right. 11 games puts him in between. I don't know what they're going to do. I, they're going to go with Brissett, I believe. But to me, I think that's awful risky for their seat. They're not. They're a good team they're going to need good quarterbacking play because here's the key. You've got to be able to throw the ball in the National Football League when the opponent knows you've got to throw it. And I think that's what would stumble Cleveland in the season with Brissett at quarterback. When we come back, I'll get Pritch's perspective as a player walking back into action after essentially two years out. Michael, go be a big deal there in Arizona. We appreciate you giving us some time today as well. And Thank Lombardi you, NFL. And by the way, what is your, what's your Instagram handle? M Lombardi NFL, same as in my Twitter. Yeah, perfect. That is branding 101, my man. That is perfect. There you go. Okay, Michael, you, we'll see you soon. Okay, okay. All thank right, you. thank you guys. Thanks, Pritch. Thank you, Michael. Take care. Three preseason games tonight. We'll get into those with Pritch. Our buddy Will Hill is going to stop by as we continue. It is the Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app at MGM Sports. All your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on Strip. Bring that state-issued ID. You're ready to go. Okay, you got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. We're back. Thank you to Michael Lombardi for joining us on his show as he's on the road. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he is Mike Pritchard, nine-year NFL vet, so it's invaluable information for the better we get from Pritch. Here's one thing I wanted to just quickly note. So I love this. Ben Fox, our partner here at VEASAN, had this up on Twitter. And this is why I love working for DraftKings, Pritch, mm -hmm. because we're on the right side of it. Right. So DraftKings took a $2,000 bet on the Detroit Lions to win the Super Bowl okay. at 150 to 1. So as I say that, I can think of other ways to invest your money, high yield savings accounts, mutual funds, index funds, CDs, bonds, anything except throwing away $2,000 on the Detroit Lions. And I bring it up to you because you're like a, essentially a portfolio manager. <laughs> Those that don't know, Mike Pritchard is the most fiscally responsible dude on the planet. But can you imagine just taking $2,000 and saying, here, DraftKings, I really I really like you. That's essentially what that better did. Yeah, no, I can't imagine doing that. Although uh, I can recall times at the crap tables that I might have did that, uh, right, throughout the years, <laughs> having fun. Uh, you know, if you can have fun with $2,000, Patrick, you have a nice life, right, going for you. So, uh, yeah, we wouldn't recommend people who certainly does, cannot have fun with that level of money. So uh, be careful with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Detroit, it's a fun story. It really is. I, I – I will bet with Detroit, I think, in certain situations because I think they're going to be a competitive football team. Now, are they going to win a lot of games? I 
to be determined on that. Uh, but do I think they're going to fight for 60 minutes? Absolutely. Uh, I think Campbell has acquired the, um, the buy-in uh, with all those players out there on that roster right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. Like, for example, I'm betting Detroit week one. They're in a perfect spot. They're catching four, three and a half at mm-hmm. home against Philadelphia. We talked about week one yesterday. Just to follow up on week one and the bet we gave out yesterday, or I did, with Baltimore laying seven at the Jets in week one, it looks like most likely it's going to be Flacco. Let's be very clear. Right. Coming out of Jets camp, the receivers, they say they love the way Flacco throws the football. They've been kind of subtle in saying that Wilson's over here, but we prefer Flacco. The team likes Flacco. And if you're Baltimore, you'd rather take on the second-year kid in Wilson than Flacco at this point. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Flacco's going to bring stability, too. And, and I think from a, a youth standpoint, you're going to look up to Flacco, uh, who won a Super Bowl, right? right? And, and you kind of know that. Zach Wilson... Uh, is still establishing himself in this league. I, I think he still needs to learn how to play the game or that position uh, in the National Football League. Great at BYU, but uh, it's different on this level. And so uh, there's a chance, and certainly Salah, you know, head coach there, if he's trying to uh, create this winning culture, here, here you have a guy who's won a Super Bowl and a, a chance to, to lead this team. So uh, maybe week one we'll see that, even though uh, Salah's playing coy. I mean, I think he's mentioned Zach Wilson. Yeah. If he's ready to go, he's going to go. Uh, but, you know, you, you got to get Flacco ready to go for that week one opponent there. As seven is just a ridiculous number to mm-hmm. open up at home catching points like that. Okay, we're going to get to New Orleans and Green Bay. We actually have Aaron Rodgers talking about his receiver's pitch. Before we do, I teased it. Let's pay it off. So Deshaun Watson, 11-game suspension. He did the pump fake as far as remorse and contrition yesterday. He came out before week one is like, sorry to all the victims here. And then yesterday's like, nah, I'm playing after he got his suspension. Anywho, that's an aside. Last year, he sits out for personal reasons with the Texans, traded to Cleveland, and he's going to enter, seemingly, week 13 at Houston this year. That's close to two years out for a highly trained athlete in a league that doesn't get any tougher. Talk about coming back after that lengthy absence. It's going to be tough. Uh, Deshaun Watson in the prime of his career, uh, you know, fantastic quarterback. You know, if he had been playing, you'd think he'd be about a top five quarterback at this point. Uh, and that's what Cleveland is anticipating. But I agree with Michael Lombardi. Is it, He's trying to catch up with this train, uh, Patrick. And you get kicked off the train, you get suspended, right? I mean, think about the analogy there is him trying to catch up to the league in the middle of the season as everybody's trying to peak. Uh, right. And then he's just now joining the party. I, it, it's just not I, – I wouldn't be confident in that situation until I see it. Um, I'll give a ton of credit to Deshaun Watson if he can play at that same level uh, that he once was at. I think it's going to take some time. Even the great Randall Cunningham, uh, when he took over out there in Minnesota, I mean, think about who he had around him, though. <laughs> he had Randy Moss, uh, 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 Chris, uh, and then you had, uh, from, from remember, Jake Reed, I believe, is the other uh, receiver that he had out there, and a great tight end, and, and Robert Smith, that running back. And so Randall Cunningham, who took time off, who actually retired, and then came back, played at a yeah. high level as a backup, but only because of the players that he had around him, all those Hall of Famers. And, you know, that's not the case out there with Deshaun, with a new team. So I'm not even going to equate those two situations. But uh, for Deshaun, he's just got a long, long road uh, ahead of him, not only physically to, to catch up with everybody, but I think mentally. Part of this uh, agreement was for him to be put in a situation where he's going to have to get evaluated mentally. Uh, and so, I mean, if I don't want to think about what that could suggest uh, with Deshaun Watson, right. but if they discover <laughs> right. something in there, Patrick, I mean, that, that's something to, to watch out for as well. That's uh, really well put. And by the way, when you said that, how about Chris Carter and Randy Moss as a duo? It's pretty good, <laughs> right. no? Not bad. Oh Chris Carter, that's Hall of Famer. Ridiculous. Right. That is freaking ridiculous. And Bond just said in my ear while you were discussing that, he said it's going to be, if he comes back week 13 against Houston, Watson, be 700 days since he played football. Yeah. Like, if you and I just walked away for a month and came back and tried to broadcast, it takes a little bit to get back up on the bike, right? So yeah. it's interesting to think you're taking on the best – athletes in the world at the highest level and you're going to come back after 700 days of an absence that's legit it, it is legit and then also patrick too i mentioned yesterday that okay i think as a as an organization you treat it as an injury but with a player who's injured they're still rehabbing and they're still getting work done but with a suspension Deshaun's not going to be able to do that certainly so yeah it, it's a long road and, and as a better i'm just not going to be excited 
uh, for the Cleveland Browns once Deshaun Watson uh, returns right there. We'll see how they manage the season, though. Okay, he's not going to play. Watson won't play against the Eagles in week two of the preseason. The suspension, as Pritch mentioned yesterday, is going to begin August 30th. That's the final roster cutdown day. Over Adam Burke here in the Daily Newsletter, which you can sign up at vcin.com. Just enter your email address, and you're ready to go with all the information for betting on the menu that day. Adam Burke mentions DraftKings. They didn't adjust the Super Bowl odds, 30-1 to 1 on the Browns. AFC, they go from 16-1, to 1, lengthened a little bit to 20-1, to 1, mm-hmm. uh, plus 320 to plus 380 in the North. And then the big one was, you know, they were sitting at most books, nine and a half pritch on the win total. Uh, and that dropped a game down to eight and a half. And a game is a big right. deal, obviously. Yeah, it is. I mean, anything correlative here. I mean, what is it? Ben Roethlisberger, when he was suspended, they got to the Super Bowl. But th- I mean, that's Big Ben, though. That's, there's continuity there. Even Tom Brady, right. when he got suspended, uh, they got to the Super Bowl after four games. But that's, you know situations in which those quarterbacks were with that team, the the continuity aspect. There's no continuity here. I mean, as a player in that locker room, especially Amari Cooper, I have zero chemistry uh, right now with uh, Deshaun Watson, and I'm sure not going to have the chemistry level that other teams are going to enjoy with their number one wide receiver and their quarterback as they play together all year. That's really well put. Again, so here's what we have. We've got New Orleans and Green Bay tonight. We talk Carolina and New England. We'll delve back into that one. You've got New Orleans and Green Bay. Remember, you're not going to see Jameis Winston. You're not going to see Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is targeting week three in the preseason. Mm-hmm. It's interesting with LaFleur, Pritch. He's 39-10 and 10 in the regular season, his first three seasons as a coach. It's been ridiculous. He's winning 13 games a season. But in the preseason, LaFleur is just 2-6, and six, and he's losing by an average of 7.5 points. So that gives you an idea of his approach. Remember, he's that McVay tree and the McVay tree says, we don't value preseason games whatsoever. What Aaron Rodgers values is, is symmetry with his wide receivers. It's not happening right now, and he's not happy. Roll it, Bond. Unfortunately, some of the same guys. That, that's, you know, repeat mistakes are a problem. So we just got to clean those things up a little bit. The young guys, you know, they got to, especially young receivers, we got to be way more consistent. You know, a lot of... A lot of drops, a lot of, uh, you know, bad route decisions, run the wrong route. So we got we to gotta get better in that area. But I felt like the line, for the most part, held up pretty good, which was, which was good to see. Okay, this is, this is, yes, he's a hippie, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Pritch, but he's a very smart guy. Right. This feels very purposeful. Calculated. We're still early. We've got a few weeks until we start the season. This is a kick in the ass. This is purposeful. Well, it is because he's not seeing the standard that he's accustomed to out there on the field. I mean, think about the standard, right? Uh, It's the playoffs. We we know we're getting to the playoffs, but you guys aren't representing us that way right now, especially the young guys. Uh, And I don't think Aaron Rodgers would say something like this if he didn't think this group can handle it. Like if he he thought these guys were going to, you know, go away and hide, uh, then maybe you just aren't that uh, blunt with the comments that way. Uh, but no, I, I think Rodgers feels like these guys can handle it, and they need to hear it. They really do. If, if that's going on, Patrick, they're not going to make the playoffs. If they are missing assignments, not running routes uh, properly, uh, dropping passes, key passes, they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, so I think Rodgers did the right thing by addressing it right now. Go ahead and take a look at the wide receiver depth chart. I'm just saying, woof. Alan Lazard's a nice player. Wide receiver one. Pritch, look at Pritch. Pritch is in better shape than he's ever. He could he could run out there and be I'm wide receiver you. one in Green I Bay could. right now. Put me in a red zone, Patrick. <laughs> we'll delve more into this game. And Will Hill joins us next. Lombard. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's NRFI over at BetMGM. The first inning is unpredictable, but it's some juice, man. And you can place a no-run first inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first inning prop bet on any Friday Major League Baseball game. If only one run is scored in the first, you're going to get your stake back and free bets up to 20 bucks. That's pretty damn good. That's right. Simply place a single or parlay no-run first inning bet. No runs in the first, no problem. You're going to win. If one run is scored, you're going to get your wager back up to 20 Bucks. That's a great deal over at BetMGM, the king of sports books. Make sure you check it out. NRFI, first inning, BetMGM. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. you got to be 21 years or older. Can't do it in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we got you back here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, I'm Patrick Maher. So there are some legends in Las Vegas. Mike Pritchard is a Hall of Famer. Uh, you remember the Rat Pack, Dino, Frank Sinatra, and the crew. Wayne Newton has been called the king of Vegas, but the new king since he's gotten to town is Will Hill, who is a guy that likes his presence to be known. And from what I understand, as we say hi to Will Hill, he, of course, is the host of the New York City pod. You can find it at vcin.com slash podcast. What I understand from everybody that works at vcin behind the scenes and in management, this guy's been a pain in the ass. I mean, high maintenance, asking for free rooms and comps. He is the one and only Will Hill. What's up, man? What's cracking? Patrick, so good to see you. This is the only show where I come on and I get roasted. So uh, I appreciate it. This was fun. It's uh, it's good to be here in person. The set it's less intimidating. Than I thought it's just it's a room. It's you know piece of glass. It's some cameras. It's not uh, not as intimidating as I thought it would be. But it's uh, it's been fun. How being here. is it's wonderful seeing you? He's been our partner for many years here on the Lombardi Line. How is Vegas treating you and the family? It's going well. It's going well. You can bet here apparently. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. The food is great. It's uh, it's not the cheapest thing in the world. I mean, you know, egg and cheese sandwich, twelve bucks. It's uh, you, you better hit some bets when you're here because it's not cheap, but it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> was that you? Was that you trying to guilt Mike Pritchard and letting you and the family crash at his crib? Was that? What, I think that's what it was, Pritch. Are you yeah, gonna let Will yeah. stay at the I crib? I might not be bougie enough for Will, though. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's complaining about the studio already. Uh, no, he's having a ball. From what he said, his family is in town. They're having a blast here in Vegas, and he's right. Uh, from Vegas, I'm from Vegas, and it's not what it used to be. Uh, it certainly isn't from a, from a cost standpoint. But you can handle it, though. Can handle it. The sure. king of <laughs> Vegas, Will Hill. By the way, I laughed when I saw this. Uh, our buddy over at VEASAN tweeted it. That's a $2,000 bet on the Detroit Lions to win the Super Bowl at 150-1. to The way that you handled the Lions last year and the way that you're talking about the Lions this year, was that you that put the 2K down on the Lions over at DraftKings, Will? I punted on them last year. It was 2020. I was high on them with Stafford. Uh, look, I was high on them. You know, early this summer when I started to do some of the research, but the fact that everyone's high on them has got to scare you a little bit. 
Uh, boy, you see some of these bets, you know, $2,000 on the Falcons, $2,000 on the Lions. I know the Bengals were a long shot last year. I know, you know, we had the great, the Rams, the greatest show on turf in 99 cash, but some of these bets are just donations. I mean, give it to charity at some point. Come on. Yeah, it's the whole. Uh, totally agree. Yeah, it's the whole rich strike uh, approach, I think, right? From horse <laughs> racing. I mean, I, nobody will forget that, Patrick. I will not forget that at all because I was in some good company. I had a nice. Uh, beautiful woman with me, uh, Patrick, and she saw Rich Strike. Oh, Rich, this is a family show, my <laughs> man. Well, it was a nice company. Like I said, I cleaned it up. I cleaned it up, and um, <laughs> she saw Rich Strike feisty right before he went into um, uh, to begin the race, right? And and so I'm like, should I just throw some money on it or not? I didn't. I didn't, and here you go. Rich Strike crosses the finish line first uh, in the Kentucky Derby. But I think there's, there could be some of that happening in the National Football League as well. Yeah, it's like well, the Yogi line. You can it, see a lot by observing or, or whatever it is. Yeah, that's yeah. – uh, there's been a lot of these long shots lazy, uh, lately, whether it's Rich Strike, you know, the Braves uh, winning the World Series last year. I think they were 100-1 to one at some point. Uh, the Bengals were, look, 125-1 to one and within a play here or there of winning the Super Bowl. I mean – they could have easily been knocked out in the second or third round, but we've we've uh, we've seen some long shots uh, certainly come through lately. I said, let me work with Mike Pritchard, and I will get him out of his shell. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to be talking about Shorty, but I welcome it, Pritch. Uh, quick, she was boo, things. actually. One, <laughs> yeah, your boo thing. What, but what it does, and I think betters and new betters in particular, Will and Pritch, need to understand, is the market is very much driven by something like a hard knocks. People just look at the market and they think, oh, it's all numbers driven, it's analytical, and it's math. No, oftentimes you catch a wave like the Lions on hard knocks and betters start to flood the market. And obviously that has an impact on the number, Will. Yeah, and they were a better's friend last year. I mean, they had a lot of covers. A lot, not all of them were pretty. A lot of them backdoors. Remember that San Fran week one when they're down 30? Next thing you know, they're, they're driving to cover the spread. But uh, they were friendly to betters. They were good against the number. They had a, a decent draft. You know, they got uh, some high picks. It's not a terrible quarterback. I mean, Goff's been in the Super Bowl. Nobody really wants him as their guy. But got some good skill guys, decent offensive line. It's a wide-open NFC. So, you know, whether it's Carolina, some of these other teams, you can talk yourself into some of these teams in the NFC because it's kind of a wide-open conference where the AFC is just sort of loaded where – uh, sort of like the West was in basketball for years, where the NBA, you know, seven of the eight best teams were in the West. You got that in the AFC, where the AFC is just so lopsided in terms of all these good teams. So when the yeah. NFC is so wide open like it is, uh, Will, I mean, your approach, uh, before we started this segment off air, we were talking about, I mean, uh, if Trey Lance can put it together, I mean, think about that roster and how good it is out there in San Francisco. Uh, and then Dallas and, and the Cowboys, uh, their mantra, their their. Uh, their goal each and every year is to get to the Super Bowl with Jerry Jones. And I, I, just, I just don't know if they can put it together. So what's your approach uh, or your thoughts going into the year uh, with the wide-open NFC? Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys get, uh, winning the Super Bowl. How about can they get to a conference title game? It's been 25 mm -hmm. years, which right. if you're of a certain age and you would have told you, you know, 25 years ago they're not going to be back to a conference title game uh, all this time, it's hard to believe because they were so dominant. I remember when I was a kid, it was just like – they were like Alabama is in college football mm -hmm. where it was just them and it was everybody else. So – uh, it, it's amazing how you know, mediocre they become. I know the Eagles are everybody's darling. The Vikings, which is always dangerous, is everybody's darling. Uh, I don't know that they can get there, but I like Carolina as a sleeper. I know we'll probably talk about some of these season win totals. To me, Carolina, I think they're still at six and a half wins. Again, I don't think they can get to a Super Bowl, but that's a, a pretty good defense, a solid quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's an easy schedule. They have you know teams in the NFC South, whether it's the Falcons twice, the Giants, who knows what's going on with Tampa? I'd be curious to hear what Lombardi, if he has any insight on what's going on with Brady, because that's a very strange situation. Right. So, hey, if you like somebody, if you have a hunch on somebody in the NFC, take a shot because it's really, it's wide open. Rodgers is older. Rodgers lost Adam. So NFC is the, the conference here to take a shot with somebody. And I will say the Lance love is out of control as well. I mean, it really, right now, the Lance momentum in the fantasy market as well, you know, fellas, uh, Trey Lance is getting a ton of love. Now, you mentioned, and I wanted to start with you on this one, Pritch, because I know, Will, you're on the under on the Bucks season win total. We'll get to the number in a second. Pritch, are we starting to, is it starting to get a little awkward with this Brady thing? At, fir at first, we thought potentially maybe something with the family. We found out it wasn't concerning health, which was wonderful and a relief. And then he said they gave like an exact date. He'll be back in 12 days. Now it's a little bit more nebulous. Are you hearing anything on Brady? I'm not hearing anything. Um, and that's what makes this uh, really suspicious, to be honest with you. I mean, because it was pre-planned too, right? And uh, right. whether I'm, yeah, thank God it's not health related. Uh, but I don't care. It's disruptive though. 
you're in the middle of training camp. You're in the middle of gearing up for the season. Uh, and yet your quarterback, your leader is gone. Uh, and that presence is gone too. Remember, Brady changed everything in that organization with his presence. Uh, you can throw in B.A. too. I think B.A. was a factor. B.A. is still in the building from uh, an elevated position uh, in, in the executive level, but he's not on the field. He's not in the trenches. He's not in the locker room. Uh, and Brady's presence in the locker room, I think, is vital for a team that did not have this level of success prior to Brady uh, landing there in Tampa Bay. So – Bond just told me that B.A. is a senior advisor. What B.A. is doing, he's probably having a couple of cocktails. If you know anything about Bruce Arians, my man is chilling, having a couple of cocktails. I said elevated position. (laughs) I see you laughing. And yes, elevated position. But that is, and this is why Pritch is invaluable, Will, because that's a perfect take. Like this, and you see the number on the box sitting 11 and a half, obviously a weak division. You got to pay uh, a little juice on the under, but his just his presence matters leading up to the season. Uh, Will, your take on that 11.5 number? Oh, I love the under. I, I think you're going to have to pay some juice on it. I think it's going to move towards 11. Remember, they're not just running it back from last year. They've got all sorts of injuries, offensive line. They're passing game just in general with Godwin being hurt. Gronk's not there anymore. Uh, again, the offensive line issues. It's Brady, and it's a lot of unknowns in the passing game. To ask them to get to 12 is a lot. If you look at that schedule, it's Cowboys, you know, Packers, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens. They had a soft schedule last year. They really did, and they lost to Washington, which was a bad loss. The Saints buried them twice. That was the Saints with Simeon and with Taysom Hill. So it's going to be a tougher schedule. It's a passing game that has all sorts of issues. I still think they'll be good on defense. But look, at some at some point here, the elephant in the room, Brady's 45 years old. Right. I mean, he's 45. At some point, I know we've been saying it for years, at some point he's going to fall off a cliff. To me, everything points to an under here. It's going to be hard for them to get to 12. Big-time favorites in division, minus 250 for the Bucks. The Saints, who are in Green Bay tonight. We'll get to that game coming up in just a little bit here on the Lombardi line. They're plus 310. Will's Panthers, 9-1 to in Atlanta, who a friend of ours, it rhymes with Hezek. As you know, Will said Atlanta's not going to win a football game this year. Might be a little bit facetious, but they're not going to be very good. Yes, an elevated state for Bruce Arians, Mike Pritchard. That made me laugh. When we continue, we've got the Green Bay game up there uh, hosting the Saints. And also, Will is big time on the under in the Chiefs. We continue. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.